I'm not like a regular mom, I'm a cool mom. <laughs> the cool mom, kind of an oxymoron, right? For a long time, the cool mom on screen was a laughing stock, mocked for how her attempts to be a young, hip friend to her child often led to subpar parenting. But today, we're seeing the rise of a modern cool mom, both on screen and in many modern celebrity personas, a figure who's not like the other moms because she's unfiltered, fun, and still has a sense of self. And now that you have a little girl, are you excited to play dress up? Totally, but if she just like wants to play with G.I. Joes and race cars, and like, I'm into that too. <laughs> this new cool mom, like the old school version, doesn't take everything too seriously. But unlike that old version, she's an involved parent. She might have enlightened parenting philosophies, mom hacks, and funny stories for venting over wine with her other cool mom friends. Some of these shifts in what constitutes mom coolness are welcome because they encourage more authentic, open communication about the untenable amounts of pressure on all moms. I'm so tired of trying to be this perfect mom. Yet in other ways, the modern cool mom, who often feels as if she is knocking it out of the park while also being hilarious, laid back, charming, and popular, just creates more impossible expectations. Ultimately, what children need isn't coolness, but an engaged adult who helps them navigate all the tough things that childhood and teendom can throw at them, putting the kids' interests first even when that means playing the boring bad guy. Here's our take on the unexpected new life of the cool mom, what defines her, and whether she can actually exist. Oh, I'm so proud you're my daughter. If you're new here, be sure to subscribe and click the bell to be notified about all of our new videos. Traditionally, being cool was about a laid-back, let-it-happen attitude. So the cool mom figure on screen was typically that parent who wasn't interfering, who wanted to stay young, sexy, and have her own life. I just don't see you as a mom somehow. I don't mean that, I don't mean that bad. Oh no, I am a fabulous mom. I bought my son his first condoms. And then he burst into flames. And who probably acted more like a friend than a stern disciplinarian authority figure. And the only really great foods are appetizers and desserts, so why bother eating anything else? <laughs> the problem is that to be a good mom, you often can't be that laid-back, fun friend. In my so-called life's episode, Other People's Mothers, Angela finds her own mom overbearing and is fascinated by Rayanne's cool mom, who reads tarot and is okay with teens drinking in her house. But after Rayanne throws a party where she takes ecstasy and drinks too much, ending up in the hospital, Angela comes to appreciate how her boring mother looks out for her safety. A cop called me and told me they pumped her stomach. Yeah, well, Rayanne had a really close call. In popular 90s teen soap Beverly Hills 90210, Kelly Taylor's mom Jackie is a fun, glamorous former model. And at times, Jackie's looser, permissive style of parenting feels like a win for social life-oriented popular girl Kelly. In one famous plot, when dreamy Dylan McKay is choosing between Kelly and Brenda, Brenda's strict parents forbid her from going out to meet Dylan's former convict father while Kelly is free to do so. And this is a factor in why Dylan picks Kelly. Dylan, what if Brenda had come tonight? <laughs> She didn't. So is that how you made up your mind? She's not here? Maybe. <sighs> Still, in the long run, Jackie's struggles with addiction and preoccupation with her love life have left Kelly to often fend for herself. 
and Kelly's self-esteem suffers from having an absent dad and less reliable mom. Often, the cool mom ends up creating an inverted parental dynamic where the child feels they have to be the responsible one caring for the adult. The ultimate movie try-hard cool mom is Regina George's mother in Mean Girls. The movie minds comedy from mocking her misguided attempts to look and act young. What is the hot gossip? Tell me everything. What are you guys listening to? What's the cool jams? But on closer inspection, Mrs. George's behavior of trying to be her kid's friend rather than a mom is probably even more damaging than we might at first notice. Her performative act is a cliche of how she thinks a cool, open parent would behave, like when she says she'd rather Regina's friends drink at home. Is there alcohol in this? <gasps> oh God, honey, no. What kind of mother do you think I am? <laughs> Why do you want a little bit? Because if you're gonna drink, I'd rather you do it in the house or offers her daughter condoms while Regina is making out with a boy right in front of her. Do you guys need anything? Some snacks? A condom? But all this is significantly not followed up with the kind of direct conversation required in a more egalitarian parent-child dynamic. Dr. Stephen Poulter, a clinical psychologist and author of The Mother Factor, says, the best friend mother enjoys treating her children as equals in order to avoid the responsibility of setting boundaries. This mother believes her life would be over if she embraced motherhood, so avoids that role. This is your room? It was my parents' room but I made them trade me. This reveals that often cool mom behavior is for the benefit of the mother. Mrs. George is more interested in what Regina and her friends offer her, letting her keep feeling youthful like one of the girls. You girls keep me young. Ugh, I love you so much. Coulter notes that children of best friend moms can grow up feeling emotionally neglected and can be resentful and bitter in relationships. So it's possible that a lot of Regina George's fury stems from her unfulfilling parent-child relationship. The cool parent is often trying to be seen as a cool or sexy person in the greater world's eyes. But the things that make us seem cool to others, even our kids' friends, are often deeply irritating to our kids. I love your mom. She's so cool. You live with her. This is exaggerated in Stifler's mom in American Pie, who sleeps with her son's friend Finch and is herself a descendant of the graduate's Mrs. Robinson, who seduces her daughter's eventual partner. Mrs. Robinson, you're trying to seduce me. Meanwhile, the still sexy mom who's neglecting her kids because she's busy with male love interests is a trope of its own. Alongside past pop culture critiques and roasts of the trying-to-be-cool mom, though, through the years we've also seen some portrayals that showed women pulling coolness or unconventional mom choices off. In 1990's Mermaids, Winona Ryder's Charlotte resents and judges her free-spirited mom, played by Cher, who's always looking for a new man and driving the kids to a new destination. But as Charlotte matures and sees how messy it is to grow into a woman herself, she starts to appreciate her wonderfully independent mom a little more. In classic 1965 film The Sound of Music, singing nanny Maria, who eventually becomes the Von Trapp children's new mother figure, is a precursor to the cool stepmom fantasy, someone who swoops in and brings these children the fun and joie de vivre they've been missing, a figure we see continued in modern characters like Bonnie from Big Little Lies. In Freaky Friday, we see how a child might imagine a cool parent when the child in question swaps bodies with her mom. The main takeaway from teenager Annie's perspective is that her mom should stop worrying about the time-consuming, less fun parts of parenting. I mean, have you never heard of takeout? And cleaning? Let's don't and say we did. And quality time with your kids. You know what? Quit bugging them. Wow.
God, your mom's cool. But while it's tempting to avoid conflict with your kids to make them like you, good parenting isn't as simple as giving into your kids' every whim. There's a degree of inherent conflict between being totally fun and getting all the mom work done that your kids actually need. In Modern Family, Claire gets tired of how she and her husband fall into the stereotypical gender dynamics where the dad often gets to be the fun one. But the unglamorous domestic roles she takes on are crucial to their family, while the fun stuff doesn't happen to be Claire's forte. I don't like being you. Nobody does. We can see the clash between the good and the cool mother figures illustrated in 1998's Stepmom, where Susan Sarandon's Jackie is the quintessential stay-at-home, perfect mother who's absolutely not cool. She looks down on her children's cool soon-to-be stepmother, Julia Roberts Isabel, as unreliable and unskilled as a parent. But Jackie also feels threatened by the allure of younger Isabel in her kids' eyes and even steals Isabel's ideas. There's a Pearl Jam concert on the 5th, and I would like to take Anna. You and I are going out in 10 minutes. On a school night? Uh-huh. Pearl Jam? Yeah. Oh, Mom, you are the coolest. Isn't my mom the coolest? In the end, as Jackie gets sick with cancer, the children need both of the different maternal figures, perhaps symbolizing that ideal motherhood is something of a balance or middle ground between these approaches. One of the most influential figures prefiguring a shift in how we view the cool mom was Gilmore Girls' Lorelai. She eats tons of junk food and shares clothes with her daughter Rory, and in part due to their relatively smaller age gap, the two share a friendship-style rapport. What about dinner? Should probably be something healthy since we've been eating junk the whole trip. We had lettuce on our burgers last night. We picked it off, but it left its essence. And whereas we saw single, young, less conventional moms like Lorelai had long been cautionary tales, the Gilmore girls' mother-daughter closeness became aspirational. Aspects of their relationship fall into the classic cool mom inverted child as parent dynamic. Oh, I'm hungry. Have some more pizza. <sighs> it's cold. Heat it up. It's not the same. Lorelai, go to your room. Yet Lorelai also differs from the try-hard cool mom in important ways. She's not neglectful or afraid to annoy her daughter with hard truths. If anything, she's unusually interfering and makes it known when she feels her daughter's making a mistake or a moral transgression. He's not your dean. He's Lindsay's dean. You're the other woman. She's an attentive, engaged parent who does enforce the boundaries and rules she deems important. She's just not a particularly conventional mom by the standards of her society. Today, we're increasingly seeing celebrities who appear as the cool mom for a larger public. In fact, being a cool mom can even be a moneymaker. In recent years, parenting has become a way that celebrities endear themselves to fans. With icons like Kylie Jenner selling an idea that you can balance being a wildly successful businesswoman with motherhood without losing yourself or sacrificing your attention to your looks and self-care. My collection launches today at 3 p.m. I will see you guys there. In the 2010s, cool momfluencers were suddenly everywhere, representing the myth that you could be an awesome mom but also not like those other moms. Writer Anna Breslau likens the modern rise of the cool rich mom to an extension of Gillian Flynn's Gone Girl critique of the cool girl, who pretends to be not like the other girls. Cool girl is gay. Cool girl is fun. I ate cold pizza and remained a size two. 
Breslau says the cool rich mom is thinking about what you think about her, anxious to project that she's different, that she's better than those other women. So Breslau's implication is that there's a falseness and a narcissism of small differences to the mom who's trying to pretend that she alone is above or not taken in by her society's restrictive norms, even though she's really making the same choices as those other conformist moms in every meaningful way. It's a self-serving version of trying to have it both ways without truly rejecting any of those insider notions you do live by. And the false cool mom act can put pressure on real parents to obsess about whether other parents think they're funny and fun. Many celebrities who share their parenting techniques or speak openly about the experience in a seemingly laid-back way rarely do justice to how much support and staff they rely on and the other huge benefits they enjoy that most parents can't. Can you share with me your secret to good parenting? Um, I would say you just have to wing it. My sisters and I are on a group chat, always getting parenting advice. The fact is that motherhood can never live up to any kind of cool, having-it-all ideal, and inherently requires trade-offs. Even a rich movie star like Megan Fox faced this when her choice to spend time with her kids instead of employing others to do the whole job was framed in the media as a long career break. Because I've had three kids and still managed to star in a billion-dollar franchise. So, yeah, so I really didn't take a break. Like, I was still opening number one worldwide. If I'm going to have all of these kids, I need to actually parent them myself and mother them myself and not hire a staff of people to take care of them for me. These days, a new kind of mommy influencer has emerged and gained a lot of traction during the COVID-19 pandemic for her realistic and funny portrayals of parenthood. What really makes millennial moms cool to each other is opening up as humans and admitting that parenthood is actually really tough. In a world where so many parents are trying to create the illusion of unflappable perfection, it's precisely this honesty that seems really cool. In the Bad Moms franchise, Mila Kunis's protagonist realizes that in order to make her own and her family's life better, she has to stop terrorizing herself with the pressure to be the perfect mom. We're killing ourselves trying to be perfect and it's making us insane. And Kunis herself has been super honest about how life gets in the way of those best intentions for her family. My intent every day is to bathe my children. I wake up every day and like, today I'm going to shower my kids. And then bedtime happens and I forgot to feed them. Actually, psychiatrists Alexandra Sachs and Katherine Berndorf claim in their book, What No One Tells You, A Guide to Your Emotions from Pregnancy to Motherhood, that honesty around the less glamorous parts of motherhood is vital they aim to normalize the experience of matricence, the stage of transition to motherhood. Although when people give birth, they become a parent biologically, they still haven't transitioned through the developmental stage of becoming one. Sachs and Berndorf say that the stage of matrescence can include a huge range of negative emotions and experiences, such as ambivalence and loneliness and feelings of failure. Yeah, honestly, even getting dressed just feels exhausting. By letting go of perfection and sharing our struggles with motherhood, we can make another mom feel better, which is surely one of the coolest things we can do. You said everything I've ever felt about being a mom but couldn't save. Today, as the meaning of the word cool shifts, there are more great on-screen examples than ever of moms who aren't striving to be young, hip, or stress-free, but are doing cool in their own way. As the refrain, it's cool to be kind, enjoys a resurgence, we're seeing explorations of the mother's kindness as something of a superpower. Greta Gerwig's 2019 adaptation of Little Women shines a light on what's always been cool about the story's mother figure, Marmee. She's very much the traditional caretaker, fulfilling the role expected of her in the Civil War era, but breathes life into her role through being so kind and treating her daughters with respect, speaking to them honestly like equals. There are some natures too noble to curse. 
too lofty to bend. In return, they genuinely love her and hope to be like her in the fundamental ways, even if their specific futures will be different. Julieta in Encanto has amazing magical power, but her real power is how soft, supportive, and gentle she is with Mirabel. I wish you could see yourself the way I do. You are perfect, just like this. In The Incredibles 2, when Supermom Elastigirl goes back to work and Mr. Incredible can't cope with primary caregiver parenting duties, this just makes us realize how easy she's been making it look all along, which is the real superheroism. In the 2000s series Friday Night Lights, Tammy demonstrated how being an attentive, present, communicative mom is itself very cool. After Tammy's husband Eric walks in on Julie and her boyfriend Matt in a post-coital embrace, Julie expects to be grounded, but instead of an authoritarian punishment, Tammy says, you know, I'd like to be able to have a conversation with you about it. What follows is the sex talk many of us wish we'd had with our parents, a gentle, calm rundown that incorporates birth control, safety, and consent. You know, just because you're having sex this one time doesn't mean that you have to all the time. And, you know, if it ever starts feeling like he's taking it for granted or you're not having, you're not enjoying it, you can stop anytime. She finishes up by telling Julie that the most important thing is and I want you to always be able to talk to me, even if it's something so hard like this. Proof that even moms who are relatively straight-laced can be the coolest if they understand the value of relatedness with their child. Tammy's style aligns in many ways with recent studies that suggest the most effective parenting is often neither totally authoritarian nor totally permissive, but authoritative offering boundaries and structure while also not being tyrannically rigid, communicating respectfully with the child, and being willing to adapt family rules when it makes sense. Darkly cool Morticia Adams is another retro inspiration for parenting in your own unique style that expresses your values and sense of self. I'm just like any modern woman trying to have it all. It's just I wish I had more time to seek out the dark forces and join their hellish crusade. Morticia may eschew a lot of the conventional rules about manners. May I have the salt? What do we say? Now. But she clearly has a strong bond of understanding with her kids and models a very loving spousal relationship with her husband Gomez, two things that many experts say are among the most important parts of raising well-adjusted kids. Likewise, today's cool moms in pop culture are a mix of doing their own thing to thrive as individuals and being attentive and present to their kids' particular personalities and needs. Today, we're seeing more portrayals of the unconventional mom who might not have a stable partner, career, or home life, but who's viewed through a tone of understanding and love. In Ginny and Georgia, the premise is that classic mother-daughter inversion that teen Ginny is more mature than her mother. But the story is interested in the trauma Georgia's been through and the wider culture they're part of. And it's admiring of Georgia's spirit, personality, and tenacity. The abuse thing. Is that why you're so strong? I would have been way stronger if I didn't have to spend so much energy dealing with that shit. In Little Fires Everywhere, Pearl sometimes struggles with her artist mother Mia's unconventional choices for her family, like never staying long in one place. But even if they've sometimes slept in a car and Mia's hiding some secrets, in many ways, Mia's self-determined path and the things she's given up have allowed her to remain a free, alive, and loving influence on her daughter. By contrast, the conventionally secure and stable mother in the story, Elena, privately feels trapped which can make her act out in overbearing, toxic parenting behavior. There's all this pressure to be all of these things, to be perfect, but I'm not. I'm not perfect! Yes, you are! 
TV and movies are also full of cool badass moms in highly dangerous worlds who remind us that attempting to shelter a child from the world is less effective than teaching them resilience. Or surrogate moms who are spiritually in tune with the children life brings their way. Why would she want some snotty, disobedient kid? Because she's a spectacularly wonderful child and I love her. In Pose's 1980s and 90s New York, Blanca becomes a mother to a new house in the ballroom scene, offering found family to young people who didn't get the support they needed from their biological families. And importantly, a wave of movies and shows are shining a light on the highly imperfect mother, who questions if she's really suited to the role as it exists in our society and struggles with how much of herself she's expected to sacrifice. Almost no mom, real or fictional, manages to avoid some level of judgment from others who think she's not doing it right. And it's important to acknowledge that many critical portrayals of not-so-cool moms have long been loaded with misogyny and classism. In reality, as the work of filmmaker Andrea Arnold explores, a neglectful or toxic not-so-cool mom who's absent, preoccupied by her love life, or bringing bad male role models into the picture is often dealing with impossible economic or social pressures. In Arnold's short film Wasp, the central single mother puts her children in a precarious situation so that she can go on a date. Give me a break. It's my first night out in ages. But when we're placed in the point of view of this young mother of four with no money or support, we can empathize with why she makes an immature, regrettable decision. In The Florida Project, Haley comes across as an irresponsibly neglectful mom, but she's super young, unable to find employment, and feels she has to make the bad choices that lead to her child being taken away from her. In the 2021 series Made, when highly attentive mother Alex attempts to escape an emotionally abusive relationship, it's the right, brave, and necessary decision, but it inevitably thrusts her into situations where she can't protect her child as well as she wants to. Uh, we are in a temporary housing apartment with a mold problem. Then you need to move. I can't afford anything else. Well, she needs you to do better. Alex herself has a hippie-ish, stereotypical cool mom, Paula, who's frequently destabilized by her romances with men, yet we eventually see how seriously Paula struggles with mental illness and can admire how she still managed to be a brave rock for her daughter in crucial moments. Like when she too had to leave an abusive relationship with Alex's father to keep her daughter safe. The real cool mom is someone who's engaged with her kids, fluidly adapting to situations but not expecting perfection, and above all, doing the mom thing in her own particular style. Just as there's a lot to be said for D.W. Winnicott's idea of the good enough parent, maybe the goal should just be to be a cool enough mom. Striving to appear cool is missing the point, focusing on the wrong audience and never going to work. Ultimately, the coolest thing any mom can do is simply be present and give her imperfect best, to her family, her community, and herself. As a parent, best thing you can do is, is uh, just don't try to fix it, just, just be there. This is the take on your favorite movie shows and pop culture. Thanks for watching, and don't forget to subscribe.